Hello and welcome to the Michael T. Justice Podcast. Thanks for listening, and if you would like to respond to any of the things you hear, please hit me up here on Anchor, or at Twitter, at Michael T. Justice, or Facebook, Michael T. Justice. following speech was given by one Emmeline Pankhurst. Uh, She was born in July of 1858 in Manchester, England. She was married to a man who shared her conviction about women's rights and founded the Women's Franchise League in 1889. Later, the Women's Social and Political Union, WSPU, which campaigned aggressively for female suffrage, that is, votes for women in Britain. Her speech, I Am Here as a Soldier, was given in the U.S. after a year punctuated by a dozen spells in prison. Now, she died June 14, 1928, in London. And uh, I want to just share this because... I'm trying to see here. I don't see the date that this speech was given. Uh, The speech was in 1913. Um, So this was before the vote had actually been granted to women. Uh, They actually didn't get the vote until 1918. And that was only for women over 30 in Britain. Uh, And it was in... On July twenty, on July second, nineteen twenty-eight, three weeks after her death, a law was passed that allowed all women over age of twenty-one to vote. Now she was here giving a speech in support of the women's suffrage movement in the United States as well. So uh, I will give this speech by Emmeline Pankhurst. I will read this speech. I won't give the speech. I do not come here as an advocate because whatever position the suffrage movement may occupy in the United States of America, in England it has passed beyond the realm of advocacy and it has entered into the sphere of practical politics. It has become the subject of revolution and civil war. And so tonight, I am not here to advocate women's suffrage. American suffragists can do that very well for themselves. I am here as a soldier who has temporarily left the field of battle in order to explain, it seems strange it should have to be explained, what civil war is like when civil war is waged by women. I am not only here as a soldier temporarily absent from the field of battle, I am here And that, I think, is the strangest part of my coming. I am here as a person who, according to the law courts of my country, it has been decided, is of no value to the community at all. And I am adjudged because of my life to be a dangerous person, under sentence of penal servitude in a convict prison. So you see, there is some special interest in hearing so unusual a person address you. I dare say, in the minds of many of you, you will perhaps forgive me this personal touch, that I do not look either very like a soldier or very like a convict, and yet I am both. Now I want to say to you who think women cannot succeed, we have brought the government of England to this position. 
that it has to face this alternative. Either women are to be killed or women are to have the vote. I ask American men in this meeting, what would you say if in your state you were faced with that alternative? That you must either kill them or give them their citizenship. Women, many of whom you respect, women whom you know have lived useful lives, women who you know, even if you do not know them personally, are animated with the highest motives, women who are in pursuit of liberty and the power to do useful public service. Well, there is only one answer to that alternative. There's only one way out of it. Unless you are prepared to put back civilization two or three generations, you must give those women the vote. Now that is the outcome of our civil war.